0: time enough at last
1: submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans sean majors and keith conrad re-watch the twilight zone from beginning to end it's like something out of that twilighty show about that zone
0: well maybe
1: it's one of those other shows like outer limits
0: confuse the twilight zone with the outer limits do you even know me there was a village built of crumbling clay and rotting wood and it squatted ugly under a broiling sun like a sick and mangy animal wanting to die. This village had a virus shared by its people. It was the germ of squalor, of hopelessness, of a loss of faith. For the faithless, the hopeless, the misery-laden, there is time, ample time, to engage in one of the other pursuits of men. They begin to destroy themselves.
2: Episode number 48 of The Twilight Zone is Dust. And, and this is amazing timing, uh, Sean, because we just got through Valentine's Day. And what more romantic episode could there possibly be than Dust?
1: There, there are none in The Twilight Zone.
2: First of all, as we've been going through these episodes, I've, again, noticed some patterns in episodes. And I've, I've uh, put together a, a number of, of different uh, groupings of episodes. And I've decided yes. that Mr. Denton on Doomsday... Oof, dust and mr garrity and the graves yeah make up the stranger arrives in the old west with something to sell trilogy
1: <laughs> yeah that's um <clears throat> what i've always kind of described to people who you know i I've, I've always oh no you gotta watch twilight zone it's you know it's still applicable today and there's all these great like you know messages in it and um it's really cool to see like people you recognize and it's just you know it's an easy watch um the and what i always tell people is y- there there's going to be a lot of astronauts stuck in the old west or cowboys mm-hmm. stuck in space um or there's going to be a ton of you know western style like you know uh, uh sets that you're going to have to get through if you don't like that then you're going to be skipping a lot of episodes and this is one of
2: them <laughs> but even the ones you don't skip will be so good that it'll oh, be yeah. worth your it'll be worth your time so so much uh in this episode we're in a western town and uh I, I think I've made this connection before that I think that um they just like that was probably what was set up at the time so they were like well we've got a we we've we've got a, a western uh, thing over here set up on the back lot so why don't you just do a a, a story that takes place in the old west and certain <laughs> goes you got it that's that's I, exactly what we're doing this week
1: I tell you the um uh, just the, the way that they, you know, used what was around them. Like what was the is judgment night where we decided that they basically, or they basically just used a, a submarine that was on the lot.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: They just made the best with what was around them. And I think that's inspiring.
2: I think it is. I, I think that that's impressive. Uh, that's an impressive feat on their part.
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: Uh, so we meet a young man named, uh, Luis Gallegos, who is about to be hanged for killing a girl while drunk. Now, Uh, We've already talked about how the justice uh, system in the Twilight Zone works a little differently than in (laughs) real life. Yes. Because as we're watching this story unfold, we see them bury the little girl that he killed. So justice moves so swiftly that before the girl is even in the ground, they're building the gallows to kill this guy.
1: I mean... It's swift justice, that's for sure. There wasn't a very lengthy appeals process back then. Uh,
2: apparently not. So, you know, like, I, uh, I I know that they've calculated that it's actually more expensive to execute a prisoner than to just put them in jail for the rest of their lives because, yeah. you know, because of the uh, appeals process and everything involved in it. And, uh, yeah, this would take care of that with no problem.
1: <laughs> they really, uh, you know, silenced, silenced all the... Uh all the questioners of of that process. Yeah.
2: There's an episode we're going to run into later. Um, I'm not sure which season it's in. It's called shadow play where a guy, where a guy keeps dreaming that he's uh, tried for murder, found guilty and executed. And he dreams that every night and he keep uh, like, I, I guess at some point after, you know, going through that uh, a bunch of times, he's just sick of it. So now he's trying to convince everybody that he's just dreaming. Yeah. And, um, and that's exactly what happens there because like the, the day he's arrested for murder, he's both, you know, tried and uh, you know, and executed. And he's, he keeps trying to tell people that's not how this works. That's (laughs) I'm just dreaming it this way because I saw it on TV.
1: No, you don't understand.
2: <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's sort of the same thing where apparently in the old West, that is how it worked.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure.
2: Uh, not only that, but, uh, uh, you know, hangings were a community affair.
1: Well, Because yeah, at he'd... one
2: point in the episode, like literally the entire town comes out to see him get hanged.
1: Oh yeah. That's like the, uh, that's how it always is, right? You grab your best gal, you put on right. a clean suit mm-hmm. and you and go he... see somebody's neck get snapped until they're dead.
2: Yeah. It doesn't have to be a clean suit. Oh yeah. I true, mean, especially true. when it's happening this quickly, you don't have time to get it cleaned and, and get no, it back no, from no, the no, cleaners. No. So no. if it's not, if it's a, a little, a little dirty, that there's no harm done in that.
1: And that is cowboy justice, my friend.
2: What, what is the guy hanging going to complain about it? I mean,
1: no, probably yeah. not.
2: And everybody's looking at him, not you. It doesn't matter <laughs> if your suit's a little dirty.
1: That's what I always tell people when I, I show up with uh, my jacket's a little wrinkled or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so. Basically, as part of the exposition here, so that we learn that he's um, he learned what's uh, what's going on here. He's being tormented by this guy, who again again just goes out of his way to directly explain, "Oh, you got drunk and you killed this girl. That's why we're going to hang you today." <laughs> and the thing that bothers me is uh, this this guy Sykes. Uh, first of all, he factors into the story a little bit too much for me because a he's our main source of exposition. He sells rope apparently. And is, is sold the guy sold the rope for the hanging yes. and he's, he's tormenting this guy. So it's like if Dick Cheney went over to Iraq and just started, <laughs> just started laughing at people.
1: Sykes. Yes. I, it's, it's, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all it is. And uh, you just get the feeling that, like, both the rope and the dust he sells, uh, um, uh, Ruben's, Ruben? Ruben's father um, is – or Luis, sorry. Um, they're, it, it's all just snake oil.
2: I think so. And and it, the, the funny thing is, like, they they demonstrate pretty clearly that Sykes is the town drunk. Yes. But he's giving this guy a hard time. Because he, he killed a girl while he was drunk. <laughs>
1: he's he's a drunk and apparently um, trusted <laughs> enough to to get the the only like uh, official law enforcement um, of of the community to buy their rope from him.
2: Right, a- and he's so he's a a drunk. He's the town drunk. He's the town rope source, <laughs> and, and he's also the town scold apparently. Like i I know it's the West and, and people had to multitask you know because they were, they were trying to eke out an existence in, a, in mm-hmm. a harsh harsh place. Man, that guy was multitasking. I tell
1: you he was yeah. really getting it done good for him.
2: He should like run for mayor or something like I'm, I'm doing everything anyway. why not why not just make it official?
1: He did the best with what was around him, just like uh, Rod Serling and the team at the Twilight Zone.
2: Exactly. So, And I think there there really is a, a pretty fierce competition in my mind between uh, Sykes and Carling from Third from the Sun for the most oh, unlikable character in, in the Twilight Zone.
1: So unlikable.
2: And, and really in similar ways, too. Yes. He, he's, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, so... Uh, so Sykes, he's the he's the town drunk, the town rope source, and the town scold. Uh, Carling is basically the town busybody. And he seems to be arresting them at the end, so he's he's some sort of like law enforcement entity too. So, so yeah, pe- people used to multitask a lot more than they – you know, they talk about today being the gig economy. Well, yeah, I was about in, in the, to. the Twilight Zone, they had the gig economy down a long time ago.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, the economy's tough. You know, you got to uh, got to multitask. Uh,
2: so as the uh, as the girl's uh, body is being taken to be buried, uh, Gallegos' father uh, tries to stop the family and says, "You know, hey, how about you don't kill my kid the way Please? my kid killed yours?" <laughs> yeah, uh, which. Does not get a, a very warm reception. No, um, they, they 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 don't embrace this idea. And, and so it it at uh, at that point, uh, Sykes tells uh, presumably Gallego's little sister because she she says uh, he's his father or, or yeah. her father and everything. Um, you know, Sykes goes up to this little girl and says, uh, you know. If your, if your dad gives me a hundred pesos i'll give him this magic dust that'll make everybody uh, love instead of hate and uh and then they they won't uh they won't they won't hang uh hang louise and so uh so gradually uh 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 he he does manage to acquire the hundred pesos uh, gets the magic dust and he starts spreading it around saying you know hey you're you're not gonna hang my kid because this dust will make you uh this dust will make you you love
1: everybody. Um, he he kind of comes off as like a hippie from Bonnaroo. Uh yeah, like, I could
2: definitely see that.
1: <laughs> dude, man, this dust is gonna make all of us love each other, man. Ah, uh, Jesus, Luis is here. The, did you tell him we were coming?
2: <laughs> and uh, as you might imagine, uh, the Twilight Zone being realistic in in, in some instances and not all. Yes. Is- uh, as you might imagine the the people are not impressed by the magic dust. no, no uh, they like to hang him anyway. and uh, um you know, when he does the the rope breaks and uh, lo and behold, he's not hanged mm. um, so uh, and, and this is again, it seems like because essentially what happens is, uh, you know, the rope breaks and, and ultimately they decide not to hang him, right?
1: Yeah. Like, uh, <clears throat> what is – is there a rule where if you survive your hanging – like, I'm, I'm asking this seriously. Isn't there a rule if you survive, like, the electric chair, they can't do it
2: again? There is, yes. That's uh, because that, that's actually not something that, um, that happens anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but – there We've was,
1: really streamlined the way we murder people by yeah, the state.
2: Well, well, first of all, now nobody uses old Sparky anymore; they just use old Squirty. Yeah. Um, Jesus. So, so first of all, that's nothing. But like that's that's actually it was more of a thing early in the days of using the electric chair because they hadn't quite fine tuned it. And, and Back to your point, the now we're mile. we're just we're just so much better at executing people that it's not really an issue.
1: No one's better than us at every level, <laughs> state, federal. It's great. Yeah, it's really we're, great.
2: We're, we're we're number one. Um, <laughs> and you know, I I I personally uh, am against the death penalty. Uh, I would I would uh, I would actually think someone's going to suffer more if you put them in a prison cell with no hope of escape as opposed to killing them. It's true. And, and, and plus, uh, libertarian Keith is. Uh, I, i'm a little bit wary of giving the government the authority to kill people just it's uh yeah i I got a problem with that like like I, I'm not even saying out of any sort of humanity for the 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 no for the killer I'm no, saying God, no. I'm not wild about a government entity actually having the authority to just to just kill somebody that's,
1: that's it's a real dystopian uh, <laughs> uh yeah, so, image <laughs> so, so
2: that's uh that, that's why yeah so so don't don't you know, tweet or email me and say, you know, you don't have (laughs) compassion for the for the for the victims' families or anything. No, I am saying they're they're a scumbag and we should make their lives as miserable as possible. I'm just not wild about the government having the authority to kill people.
1: When my internet goes out for five minutes, I freak out. I wouldn't last a day in jail. I would be begging for old Squirty after a week.
2: Right. Yeah. And think think about it this way. So you're you're in jail begging for old Squirty, but they never give it to you. So it's, again, I'm just saying, I think that's worse.
1: Did you know that, and again, this is a tangent. I apologize to everybody. Um, still going to do it, though. In J- in Japan, those on death row are not told the date of their execution. Really? So you could it could be next week or it could be in seven years. They wake up every morning not knowing. Is that not insane?
2: That is... Not, now, everything I just said... That's having, almost cruel having, and unusual. Having, having said everything that I'm, I'm saying, if you're going to have a death penalty, that is the way I would do it.
1: Oh yeah, and maybe just never execute them.
2: All right. Oh, ooh, ooh, I like that. But, but then nobody people knows. Would probably know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you, you censor that information from the people. They just never know.
1: I'm telling you, we're we're really laying the the fan, the foundation of. Uh, a great Department of Justice. I don't know when it's going <laughs> <Right>. to <laughs> go in action, but uh,
2: all you know. that, that whole tangent to say that you know usually when uh, someone is going to be executed, you would assume that there's some sort of paperwork, some sort of bureaucracy that has to be fed. Yeah. So you wouldn't think they would just go. Ah, hey, you know what? We tried. We're, <laughs> we're not going to kill him after all. Yeah, we did our best yeah we, we we tried our best and and we failed miserably The, the lesson is never try <laughs> and, and that was your Simpsons reference for the episode absolutely um, <clears throat> so, so yeah I, I always found that a little little hard to believe like like I, I, I get there's you know it's, it's it's the old West so they probably made up their rules as they went along and, and yeah. it's the Twilight Zone too but that always jumped out at me. It's like well if you sentenced the guy to death. I don't think you just say, eh,
1: yeah. we tried. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. We, we let a drunk sell the rope to the executioner.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> One and could and almost say like, we
1: didn't try.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think the, um, you know, like with the electric chair thing, like this was new technology. And I think that they, you know, the, the reasoning behind that, such as it was, was that they could have executed him, him or her another way, you know, like, like firing squad or hanging or something that would have actually been successful. And so because we decided <laughs> to, uh, to go with the electric chair instead, that was our bad. So, so you're, you're free to go now. Go ahead. Um, get out of here. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I don't think that would work with, with hanging, especially in the old West. I, I, I have a feeling, especially like the big crowd of people would be like, no, we dressed up in our suit.
1: <laughs> I got my we, best girl here.
2: Yeah, we, we came for a hanging. Somebody's gonna be ha- be hanged here.
1: By God, oh, I'm um, gonna see one yeah. tonight.
2: It, it doesn't even have to be this guy, just somebody.
1: So Sykes then uh, oh, I, yeah, at first I was wondering like where he got the gold, but then I realized, oh yeah, he got it from actually selling that stuff. Um, then he just gives all the money he made off the fake rope and the real dust. Maybe the dust just wasn't even. Yeah, it was just a fake rope. There, there was this isn't even an episode of the Twilight Zone. The dust, the dust isn't magic.
2: Yeah, there's no supernatural thing going on here. This is
1: just an episode about an about an ineffective justice department.
2: <laughs> so the lesson here is, you know, like, like we're talking about the fact that, you know, Sykes is a, is a multitasker. Yes. Um, it, maybe people have specialized careers for a reason. So don't turn to the town drunk to be both the town scold and the rope supplier.
1: I am a big fan of the term town scold. <laughs> I want to be a town scold one day. You know, I, as, as I was, uh, you know, I always said if I ever had a son <clears throat> or a daughter, I would teach them to just uh, be excellent at soccer and then eventually be a punter in the NFL because league minimum by then is going to be like $4 million. Oh, nice. um, yeah. Now I just want my firstborn to be the town scold.
2: Yeah, it's got to be a very lucrative career. I tell you.
0: It was a very small, misery-laden village on the day of a hanging and of little historical consequence. And if there's any moral to it at all, let's say that in any quest for magic, in any search for sorcery, witchery, leisure domain, first check the human heart. For inside this deep place is a wizardry that costs far more than a few pieces of gold. Tonight's case in point, in the Twilight Zone.
1: Cabotron?